following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian and I take a look at and discuss the 2022 NFC East with the Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles, and Giants. Take a look at drafts, roster moves, schedules, and much, much more. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. All right, buddy. Continuing on second week. It's going by quick. Welcome to the show, Brian. How are you? I'm good, dude. Excited for everything going on in football right now, which is nothing. It's just us. <laughs> we're going on. We're, we're, we're forging on the mini camps, I guess, mandatory mini camps. Yeah. There's nothing fun going like there's nothing fun coming out of them. They started today. Yeah. Everybody reported on time. Uh, well, except Terry McLaurin, but it's just like, dude, there's, I got no meme material, right? Oh, I got nothing. All that fake drama for weeks with Jordan Poyer, where you could have just gone to your local bill source, this guy right here. And I could have told you, um, Jordan Poyer will, won't hold out almost ever. He loves football. He's a six round pick guys. He's every single thing he's earned. He's had to work his butt off for yeah it's that's not how he's wired some dudes are wired that way terry mclaurin's making a smart decision i think in my book uh because of the way the offseason with ridiculous contracts for wide receivers went you know i mean he he deserves it so we'll see where that goes i agree um i'm a big mclaurin fan uh obviously we're going to be talking a lot about the uh commanders today as they are part of the nfc east but you know if you guys want just uh just, just train with the Colts. You know, yeah. that'd be cool. Dude, I would hate that, but love it for you. <laughs> I I would be quite uh, erotic if, uh, <laughs> or, or erect <laughs> to make it even worse if, uh, <laughs> if that were the case. But uh, I think the Colts are done for them as well. Whatever. That's story for another week. That's a good, that's a good trio though. Yeah. You'd have a good trio there with the rookie and uh, Pittman. Overrated Pittman. Who I told you. Did you, you say overrated? Yep. Nah, dude, wait. He's a volume guy. Nobody else hit like 400 yards. But Michael Pittman. Yeah. And he dropped a lot of passes. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens when you're thrown to a lot. I guess. Yes. I guess. We'll see. All right. Um, fine. You trade him to the Bills. <laughs> I will trade Michael Pittman for Terry McLaurin straight up right now. Well, duh. Sorry, that came off rude. I didn't mean to sound like that. It's okay. Well, well duh. <laughs> uh, one of my 13. Uh, not nah, Terry McLaurin's far more talented. They're also very different, very, very different players. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm not discrediting that. Uh, I love talking wide receivers. Can we do this for the rest of the show? 
It's just no quarterback talk, just wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. I love the prima donnas. I love it. <laughs> all all of them. Every last one of them. Oh, excuse me. All right. Except for Edelman. Except for Edelman. He's fine. He just kicked a car once. It's all right. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, NFC East is our spotlight. There's really not a whole lot of news going on uh, today, this week. Nothing crazy. So we're going to hop into it. It is everybody's favorite division to laugh at typically, but I think it's trending in the right direction with the NFC East. It's so cool to me how close all of these teams are like every single year. It's not just like, okay, one of these teams is 14 and three or 13 and four and everybody else is seven and nine, six and you know, whatever the heck it used to be they're always close. Like the, there's always like two teams that are pretty tight at the top. And I've always appreciated that from, you know, from the NFC East and those squads, it, everybody like, Oh, well, the NFC East doesn't deserve a spot in the playoffs. You can't do that. Like that's, I, I don't think that's really an argument anymore, but a couple of years ago, that was a big thing. And I just, I always thought that was silly, but uh, the NFC East to me, classic old school football teams, some of the original squads, I really do enjoy and appreciate this division for what it is. Yeah. Uh, Washington was like my second favorite team because my little loop team colors were the same colors. I love their colors. I love mine, their color scheme. Mine were also Native American themed like names with Braves and Chiefs and Warriors, which are all very solid names. Yeah. Uh, not, not quite as bad as Washington's old name, which, <laughs> which I'm maybe not allowed to say. But now nah, you could say it. we've gone through this yeah. a bunch of times. It's what they were. That's what and they as were. A, and as a Bills fan, I've always had this like deep hatred of this division because of what they did to my team when I was growing up. Yeah. They all, they all except for the Eagles, they all took their shots, taking us out in the Super Bowl. So no, they certainly did. They certainly did. Right. Poo-poo yeah. On them. Poo-poo on them. <laughs> uh, but as we always do, we're going to start off with the, uh, the giants of New York who, uh, um, looking back, I was a little rushed putting together this, the paperwork and all this stuff for the episode and Holy Christ, they did not do anything. <laughs> what a terrible off season. Good draft. I mm-hmm. will say that they had a like really, it. really good draft. Um, but what an awful off season. <laughs> I really like, there's no free agent signings and I'm like, Oh Yeah. nothing there's nothing honestly uh for the giants their biggest move was moving on from joe judge and of course uh their previous general manager who was david gettleman who just drafted terribly and such they 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 brought in uh the giants brought in a couple guys from um from actual new york the uh the buffalo bills joe shane um who was a uh assistant general manager to brandon bean and also they have a new head coach in I almost called him Brian Flores, Brian Dable. Yeah. I almost pulled a Bill Belichick there and got some people in trouble. <laughs> that would have I, been amazing. <laughs> oh, I wish you would have done. That would have been fantastic. I was really close. I'm glad I stopped and thought about it, yeah. but um, that's, that's the abilities you have when you're, you know, in your thirties compared to <laughs> in your sixties, like Belichick. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, honestly, I, I, you know, we talked about key ads and stuff, key losses, 
They didn't really gain anything, but they also didn't really lose anything either. But this Giants team has been a hot mess organization for some time now. Um, ever since Aaron Rodgers booted him out of the playoffs, and I think it was the 20, either 2015 or 2016, this Giants squad has been, um, it's been hard to watch. It honestly has been. Uh, I am planning on going to a game in New York, New Year's Day. The Colts are playing there, so I'm pretty excited. I hope it's competitive. I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, they made a lot of moves last year. This giant squad did. Um, you know, they made a lot of signings last year that didn't really pan out. Well, it was like the last ditch effort, right? That's what it was. That was like their Hail Marys. That's why they went out and paid Galladay like insane amount of money. <laughs> didn't he get like no touchdowns either? He was hurt for most of the year. And yes, you're right. <laughs> Let me double check. I got to double check. I think there was a weird stat that they, he got paid an insane amount of money and didn't deliver any touchdowns. I, I think so, you're correct. Yeah. I mean, they he, do play, no, he played in 14 games last year. He had 30. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Four, I think he was playing hurt. Maybe. 14 games, 37 catches, 521 yards. Zero touchdowns. Ugh. Should I look up his salary? If you I mean if you want, I know it was an exorbitant amount of money. <laughs> it was a uh, a quite the sum of money, if you will. I'm a slow Googler, so don't wait on me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I think the root of this problem is. I think, the, and I, I truly believe the wrong thing to say for the Giants, this new regime coming in is, hey, Daniel Jones, we're going to help you out. Terrible, terrible. I, I feel like the Giants should have been more aggressive in free agency trades. I, I If I'm the Giants, I would have thrown everything at trying to get Russ, right? Or maybe some of these other pieces. Daniel Jones ain't it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, they, they put a, a, a slightly better roster around him. Every year it's got gradually better. Well, this dude has shown nothing um, that really impresses me. And I know it's a big meme. It's a, it's a joke. But, dude, tripping over your own feet on an 80-yard potential touchdown run, it, that's your legacy right now. And you've done nothing, nothing since. Um, this Giants team, I, I, I don't even know what to make of it. I, I, I really don't. It's it's really hard to see it because they were so prominent during those Eli years. Um, you know, it's a big city team and their things have just not gone their way. Yeah, they they do get that a lot. Um, the, the whole media thing, but yeah, it's 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 no longer an excuse because. You know, you see other big markets, the L.A., you know, what I mean, right. um, the, the New York media is harsher. OK, whatever. I don't think athletes really give a crap about people that write about them on the Internet. I, I really don't think most of them do. Some of them do, but most of the good ones don't. Yeah. Yeah. You keep your head on straight and don't and put blinders on. And you're good to go <laughs> uh, real quick before we move on. Um, Four years, $72 million for Galladay. Oh, my God. A signing bonus of $17 million. He already got paid $17 million. For zero touchdowns and 521 yards. Mm-hmm. And his, oh. his base salary, uh, base average salary is $18 million. Oh, my God. Well, I think it's safe to say that Brian Dable has his work cut out for him. There's no doubt about that. 
You know, as somebody who's seen him up, you know, up close here in Buffalo, he's, you know, he's, he's put together fun drives, fun, fun plays and such, but I don't think that Daniel Jones is the guy that's going to be able to transform um, this team into the future. I, I think it's a tough, it's a tough, really tough, uh, you know, just, it's, it's a really tough task, you know, to, to, to go into this season. And again, we know how the NFC East is, right? If, I mean, it beat each other and you, you could probably pull out the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know how it is. And the giants are the bottom feeder of the worst, you know, one of the worst divisions in football the last couple of years, but excuse me. I, I, I don't like, if you're a giants fan, do you have any hope? coming into this year about a potential playoff push. No, no, probably not. Probably not. Right. And in fact, you could argue that they're hoping for the opposite, which is, you know, either Daniel Jones is awesome and we're close to being in the playoffs because of it, or he's not And hooray, because now we get to go pick a new guy with a I new almost, coach. I almost lost my mind earlier today. I did, uh, you know, as you know, we're, we're doing these divisional previews on our, uh, you know, on the podcast, we try to, you know, keep similar content going with the Facebook page and some guy, I absolutely entitled to his opinion, opinion, but he, he said that Daniel Jones is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, no, I, no, 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 sir. No, I, no. I respect your opinion, but I very, very highly disagree uh, Jimmy has taken two team one two teams to NFC Championship games. Yeah. One of them in a Super Bowl. The other one had a, a, in a year that they had no business being in an NFC Championship game, which was last season. Yeah, I, I did. You know, I, I think the roster's there, but I just I, I don't. The execution's just. It, it all starts with him. And I know he's had some troubles, right? Saquon is a guy who has to be seriously considered uh, to be a draft bust with the way his health has been, right? I mean, yeah. I think we're we're nearing that territory now. He hasn't really played. He was Josh Allen, you know, that 2018 rookie year. He was, yeah. He, he, went, fourth, he went fourth overall. He hasn't really done anything. He might have did a little bit in 2019. I can't remember off the top of my head, but dude, the 2020 and 2021, he's been hurt a lot season-ending injuries, and it's hard. And Saquon's your your best weapon. I mean, hands down, when healthy, Saquon Barkley is the best weapon that the Giants have. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's, I don't know. The Giants need a, just a fresh start. I mean, cut contracts, stuff like that. I think that I thought that Barkley should have been traded at least maybe they're trying to see what kind of value he can, he can establish this year, but um, I'd have to look on spot rack, but it might be one of those scenarios where if you do it this year, big cap hit, if you do it next year, you're better in the clear. It feels like one of those scenarios, right? Where he gets into that fifth year and he's like clear. He may actually 2018. If I'm doing math, not is he a free agent? Did they pick up his fifth year option? Oh boy. I don't know. This would be it, right? If they picked up his twenty-one, yeah, I think they might have. They must have. Stupid. (laughs) Well, Gettleman, once again, probably ego holding on. No, 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 no. Saquon's good. 
Saquon's not that much better than a guy taken in the third or fourth round. So, like I said, though, when healthy, I, I don't know. You know, as a fan, I know I, I'm just a fan, but looking at this from a business perspective, it's you know, Saquon. What are you basing this on when Saquon's healthy, which has been very inconsistent? I mean, I remember going to New York City for the first time in 2018, and there was Saquon everywhere billboards, every yeah. store, yeah. Times Square, Saquon Barkley was all over. And he just has not been able to produce leg injuries and stuff like it, it's. I don't know, that's a, it's it's really unfortunate, it, the, the workload that they put on him to start off with and then kind of just everything that that's come from it. You know, I think he had his rookie year at 2000 total yard, you know, uh, yards from scrimmage season. I, I'm pretty sure that he did. Um, he was a freak, but it just, yeah, it's not working. Um, I think that's really it, though, about the Giants. I liked what their defense was doing a couple years ago. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. A couple years ago. It wasn't last year, that's for sure. They almost beat the Bucs in 2020, that Super Bowl year, or the year that the Bucs went to the Super Bowl. They almost beat them. But last year, it was yeah, it was, it was not good. Uh, I think that's all that I have, though. I think that's all that I that I have really for the Giants as far as commenting on their upcoming season. Uh, do you have something they're, to add? They're depressing. Yeah. Yes, they are. The boys in blue are are giving me the blues. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So let's uh, let's run through this. Let's run through this Giants schedule. Um, week one, they are at the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go a loss here. For the Giants, these, yeah, not good. Yeah, loss. Uh, week two versus Carolina. Uh, I don't know how much I like Carolina either. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know what, I'll give the Giants W here. I'm with you. I think, who? Uh, this is a hot take. That's what we're saying anyways. <laughs> they have the better quarterback. The Giants do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you it's caught right that? There. It's right <laughs> over your shoulder. That's hilarious. Uh, the ghost of. Not yet. Fella. He, he, he ain't gone yet, but it's I mean, bro, it's so bad that Robbie Anderson's about to retire. It's bad. <laughs> it's fucking bad. <laughs> uh, week three hosting Dallas L. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big, big talent difference in those two teams. Week four, a NFL classic, the Giants hosting the Chicago Bears. Oh, another win. You think so? Yeah. Daniel Jones is a smarter quarterback than Justin Fields. If you, you're basing off of last year. Yeah. I'm not saying that Justin Fields isn't smart. I'm saying he didn't do smart things with the football. So until he can prove that he can, I'm going to have to lean on other teams. I think side-by-side roster comparison, I would definitely take the Giants over the Bears Their right defense now, too. Is better. Their defense is better, for sure. Who You um, mean the Giants, you mean? No, the Bears defense oh. is probably the best unit on that field. Uh, oh, but I, dude, they've uh, fallen off over the last couple of years. When Pagano left, they kind of fell off hard, so I don't know. Um, I love Roquan Smith <laughs> and Eddie Jackson in the in the in the 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Week five at Green Bay. Loss. (laughs) Should be. Should be. For for all the reasons you could ever list. (laughs) So, therefore, it is. Uh, Week six, hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Loss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be a fun game to watch, so don't. Probably not. Uh, Week seven at Jacksonville. Oh, oh. I ex- fully expect the Jaguars to take a bigger step this year. I'm going to go a loss here for the Giants. They should have a clear edge at quarterback. I, Trevor's got to find himself. That's a that's actually just one of my favorite like things about this season and the unknowns right. and what we'll find out. I'm so looking forward to like, can you put more to, more of this together? Because <laughs> he looked pretty boo 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 last year. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, even on his worst day, I think he can be as good as Daniel Jones can be. Okay. So you're going to go Losser? Mm-hmm. Uh, week eight at Seattle. I feel like this is something that they could win, the Giants. They beat Russ and company a couple years ago. Uh, and, obviously, I think that Seattle team is much worse now than it was then. I'm going to go win for the Giants. Should be a win. Tough place to play. Going out west, too, right? At Seattle, yep. Yeah, yeah. Going east coast, west coast. Uh, This is a rubber game for sure, but let's let's go with what we... You've already said. You said win? I, I think win makes sense. All right, week nine by loss. Uh, week ten, hosting Houston. Are we ever gonna not laugh at our own dumb joke that we make? It's so lies? dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> it is the absolute worst joke ever. Um, week ten, hosting Houston. I <laughs> as much as I love Davis Mills and company, I know this doesn't just come down to quarterback play. I think the Giants have a better roster than Houston right now. They're still in the middle of a rebuild, which yep. is kind of scary to say because it's two four-win seasons back-to-back. I think they put together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go win here for the Giants. I got a win for the Giants, but I will say that that's going against my logic of the better quarterback because I do think Davis Mills will end up being the better quarterback. Right. But you, the talent on Houston is just so below average. Yeah. Yes, it is. Poverty uh, franchise. <laughs> Week 11 hosting the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go a loss here. A year two coach against a brand new coach. We're not quite halfway through the season. Are we? Whatever. Week Bye. 11. Yeah, we're there. We're over. Oh, 11. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't I think the Lions are more talented. Tidish ish. All right. Jared Goff is better than Daniel Jones. Go Lions. Go Lions. All right. Week 12 at Dallas. You know what? Mm. Giants like to ruin the Cowboys uh, days a lot. In, I don't think the Cowboys. In Dallas. I don't think Dallas is going to be good as a lot of people think. As a lot of Cowboys fans think. What about? <laughs> <laughs> I would put I would put money on that. I'm gonna go win here for Giants. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been agreeing with you a lot, I feel like. Not just that should matter, but I'll go Cowboys again. Let's go for the sweep. All right. Week 13 hosting Washington. Does this game really have to be played? I don't like this at all. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. I don't know. I'll give, you know what? I'll let Dable be, I'll let him get an extra win here. I'll go win here for the Giants. Uh, I think Ron Rivera at this point has gone completely crazy and find every coach on the team and (laughs) every player and then he's fired and (laughs) not feel, I don't have good vibes coming out of that organization right now. There is, there's some bad right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Well, I'm you're just right. right now for, for a while. Just right now. This is just talking about while. you don't have good vibes on the Washington Commanders team. Just the, right now, the Washington Red Football Commanders. <laughs> I hate the Commanders. Stupid name. It's yeah. We'll get used to it. Uh, loss, loss. Okay. Uh, week fourteen hosting Philly. That's a loss. Yeah, loss. Well, I probably should have picked a win for the other way, but what do you mean? On the last game, I I, I gave the the Giants um, a loss when it probably should have been a win but against Washington or Philly. I'm not I'm not changing it. Washington. Okay, I'm not changing it. Uh, week 15, they're at Washington. I'm gonna go a loss here. See, that's I was waiting for that. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, but yeah, now I'll go the opposite. Now let's let's give them a win. A win. Week sixteen at Minnesota. Loss. They're not that bad. We gotta stop giving Vikings losses. They're not that bad. No, no, no. I gave the Giants a loss. Okay, okay. My bad. I had a trick. <laughs> I just remember last episode we were just like L L L for Minnesota. But yeah. It's not our fault. No. They can, they can beat beat Minnesota. I think, if somehow they can figure out how to cover those wide receivers, or maybe they don't have to because Thielen's hurt all the time now. Uh, this is a talent difference though, and it's a loss. All right, week seventeen, hosting the Indianapolis Colts, loss, loss. Week eighteen at Philadelphia. Loss. Loss. All right. One, two, three, four, five. I got them at six and 11. Yeah. One, two, three, four. You got them at five and 10. Or no, Jesus. Uh, five and 12. Sorry. Improvement. They, they didn't want to play last two games. They didn't want to play. They just quit. Yeah. I got improvement. Is that what I did? Well, no. I'm just saying that the Giants approved based on our picks from four and thirteen to five and twelve and six and (laughs) eleven potentially. Um, All right, so that's the Giants in a nutshell. Hey, real quick, what's up? Because we didn't really hit on their draft picks. 
but they they had a big one in uh, Thibodeau. They took Kevin Thibodeau. Thibodeau and uh, Evan Neal. I did like. Um, I totally thought I mentioned that, but I guess not. Well, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't. I'm I probably did. Not remembering. Anyways, I was just saying, how many sacks over under six for Thibodeau on the year? Over under six. Mm-hmm. I'll take the over on that. Yeah. Yeah. More, like seven or eight, man. You're talking like borderline Pro Bowler. Like that's a solid, especially as a rookie. That's a solid. Season. I'm comfortable with a seven. I was saying seven. Yeah, that's why yeah. I picked six. I wanted it to be kind of. Yeah, it's a fair number. Yeah, oh, there might be betting lines out on there right now. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't waste your money on it. <laughs> All right, my friend. Uh, next up, we have the uh, third place team from the NFC East last year, uh, seven and ten in 2021. The Washington Commanders, who just went through. Um, I don't know. They just go through hell every year. Um, a rebranding of sorts. They were the Washington football team. And I actually really didn't hate that, but I understood I like why that. they went away from it. Um, trying to give this team some kind of identity. They did some goofy little commanders reveal the name reveal where they're throwing out t-shirts, to like three people on the street. <laughs> I'm being really mean to Washington commanders fans. Uh, I'm sorry, Walker. Listen, Anyways, what? But it It's because their owner is such a jerk face. He's terrible. He's a he is a out of all the owners I know right now, I can say and not feel any remorse about. He brings nothing good to this world. He has a punch face. Yeah. I just think I just think everything he probably touches is just gross. He's a gross <laughs> person. Yeah. I just I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I mean, I think everybody kind of knows how bad Daniel like, Snyder of an owner is. Like Jerry Jones. He's fun and and like you, you know, I like how engaged he is because then you can make fun of him and it's real. Yeah. I'm like, you know, guys that sit aside and don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Snyder. I've heard a lot of horror, horror stories yeah. about Daniel Snyder yeah. um, really messing up drafts, like really messing up drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the team is locked on on certain. I think uh, I think it was Gruden. Jay Gruden mentioned this. Uh you know, that they were locked in on a certain player and this could be just sour grapes, but um, Daniel Snyder would just overrule them and just say, Hey, we're taking this guy. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's hard to win <laughs> uh, when your owners, is, it doesn't know, understand football and is involved as, um, you know, as, as that. So let, let the guys that spend thousands of hours away from their families handle that stuff. Basically. Not you. Not you who can do whatever he wants in any day. And it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're it, done pooping on him. We're done pooping on him. But uh, in all seriousness, I think I, I do like Ron Rivera as a head coach. I love him uh, as a human being, too. A human being, great. I love this story watching him battle cancer and, and all that you know, stuff and just to come back from that was, uh, you know, really, really cool. I'm, you know, happy that that was, you know, that we got to witness that story. Um, I did, I think when that happened, that was the year they went to the playoffs too, but last year was just bad. Their defense regressed horribly, their offense. Um, you know, we all thought that we we're going to see Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, yeah. come out and ball out last year. And that was not to be, he was hurt. And uh, he has been, he has retired actually since then yeah. um, within the last couple of weeks, he announced his retirement. It so, actually came out that that hip injury was pretty serious. Yeah. 
we thought surgery may be back, but yeah, week one against the chargers last year. And it was, uh, it was not great. It was not great, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it kind of stinks. I had high hopes for Washington this past year mm-hmm. coming off of their 2020 season where they won on defense alone, but chase young had an injury. I think torn Achilles or ACL. I mean, that's one of those, but it was season ending relatively early on. And that defense just did not look the same. And, uh, you know, the Taylor Heineke hype train kind of just crashed and burned hard. Uh, we got to see him with a full year as a QB one full season. And it wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. And I, I feel, you know, I, I really wanted Taylor Heineke to be a success story, but it just was not to be, I don't know if it's necessarily his fault um, completely. I mean, obviously there's always something more you can do, but uh, you know, this, the offensive line was terrible. It regressed considerably and, uh, and, and there was just some other issues, but Alex Smith, I, I listened to an interview with Alex Smith on, I believe it was the Dan Patrick show or rich Eisen, one of those two. And he said that, you know, his time in Washington, it was so hard to focus on winning because it's so noisy in there as far as um, just all the drama, you know, and, and now like Snyder's under like federal investigation for all this stuff that he wasn't coughing up his fair chunk of change. And like, how, you can't expect a young guy to succeed and that or anybody to succeed in that kind of toxic environment. And it, it just, it, you know, it, it reared its ugly head last year coming from a seven, you know, seven and ninth season winning the NFC East to winning the same amount of games, but losing one more yeah. uh, last year, you know, it was, uh, it was disappointing. It's disappointing as a, as a family, you're trying to, in a team that honestly got, I thought got maybe better in, in free agency. Um, and such, you know, as a fan, how do you, you know, how do you go from that? You expect progress, right? You know, that as a bills fan, you expect progress. Okay. We got in the playoffs first round exit, unfortunately next year, AFC championship game and your expectations are always bigger and bigger and bigger progress. Things happen. It's understandable, but you know, as a Washington team, you fell flat. You spent a lot, you spent some in free agency last off season, uh, to hope to try and improve and it just did not get better for you. So I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like some of the moves that they made, you know, as far as, uh, you know, this year, I don't hate the Carson Wentz trade one personally, cause I didn't want him on the Colts anymore Two, I actually think he fits well with, I think, I feel like he can fit well in Washington. You know, he has a real nice deep threat, Terry McLaurin. And listen, as much as I shat on, Carson Wentz last season. Um, he has, I feel like he has something to offer Washington. I really do. Well, yeah. I mean, look, look at all four of those wide receivers. Terry McLaurin, as long as he resigns. Yeah. That's a or, big or decides to show up. Uh, Curtis Samuel, who was forgotten about last year. Yeah. Played a little beneath what I think his potential actually is. Yeah. They also have Deami Brown that they took last year as well from, North Carolina, who's got a lot of promise in them. And then they took Jahan Dotson with their first pick this year. Right. So, and those four wide receivers, they have guys that get open and they get open quick. And I don't want to forget, I know he had, he had hurt last year too, but we can't forget about Logan Thomas. Oh, fantastic. Um, who was a like a really good tight end. Like it, mm-hmm. that 20, his 2020 season was, I think it was a top 10 tight end in the NFL when all, all was said and done. Um, 
but you know, he, he'll, he should be back full, fully healthy. I think he's still on the team. I think I should probably double. I let me should probably should double check that. Um, just to be sure. But as far as I know, he's coming back. Logan Thomas. Yeah. He's still with Washington. So, Perfect. um, yep. For the Washington commanders. So, uh, yeah, he 72 catches, 670 yards, six touchdowns in 2020. Last year, obviously, not much, but he started to cook it towards the end. Uh, some pluses for, I mean, that signing too, you know, Carson Wentz likes tight ends. Mm-hmm. All right, he, he used him quite a bit. <laughs> he used him quite a bit. Uh, he used him quite a bit last year uh, in, in Indianapolis, as much as he possibly could. And he likes a deep threat in I almost said deep throat. I hate myself. Uh, and Terry McLaurin. So he's got he's got some really good weapons uh, to work with. The only thing I'm worried about, like Antonio Gibson, who had some injuries last year, uh, he's going to hand the ball off like crazy, possibly. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz's biggest issue, though, is, is is he tries to play hero ball too much. And for his sake, for Washington Commanders' sake, fan or well, fans' sake. Um, you know, I hope he takes, I know Jim Irsay's, you know, some of the, the lessons that he gave were may, maybe a little, you know, harsh, but take the layups, take the layups, right? Uh, who was the one running back that almost came to Buffalo, but he ended up resigning with Washington? Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it wasn't Gibson. It was, who's the other one that got there? Come on, brain work fast. I knew you were going to ask me. I should have looked at this ahead of time. <laughs> It caught me. I'm trying to. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like you used to be with Cincinnati. Oh, they also have Cam Sims and uh, wide receiver room. Oh, so, I mean, that's a that's a, that's a good wide receiver. That's a good wide receiver room. Uh, everyone's yelling at their headphones. <laughs> I'm going to find it. Let's see. Running back. Oh, McKissick. J.D. McKissick. You know, their names, their names sound too similar. It's not, <laughs> you know, that's a guy who could benefit if, if, you know, he Taylor Heineke loved throwing to him. And I think, you know, he got involved. McKissick was a really like a, uh, a nice streaming tight end option last year. As far as fantasy goes, if Carson Wentz takes that lesson to heart, they have probably one of the better offenses in the NFL. Honestly, it, it's weird, isn't it? Isn't it crazy to think? It's pretty wild that their they, offensive line is average. Their offensive line is average. I think they lost a guy too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they cut Eric. For, oh, Scherf. He went to he went elsewhere. Brandon Scherf. But yep. you know they uh, that was probably Green their Bay biggest maybe? loss. Green Bay maybe. Scherf. I Let's see where he went. Jacksonville. <laughs> Pictured green. <laughs> you did. You did. You were pretty close. No, uh, I was not. <laughs> I try to give you some credit. But that was probably their biggest loss, honestly, of last year. They had some other free agent guys, you know, bounce, but just a lot of guys who just, I don't know. They were just kind of there. Oh, Sims is out, by the way. He's a free agent. Well, okay. Maybe that's what's on that little blip. So. Unless he resigned some sometime between, but I haven't seen anything about that. He's got to be at least a camp body for someone. Come on. 
um so yeah so that's where i mean washington really stands i think carson's was their biggest ad honestly going back to quarterback play and of course their draft um you know what you mentioned some of their names that that they've done i and they also drafted a quarterback long for in the fifth sixth round sam howell who was one of the yeah yeah, he was one of the more uh, him and diami brown were teammates right so they could be a good thing. Um, I don't know if you drafting a guy that late in the in in the uh, you know late in the draft of how much you expect from him, but uh, they got a pretty solid guy in Carson Wentz right now. I, I think he'll be all right. Again, the numbers are the numbers last year were fine. I know he, you know, being a Colts fan, I got to see a lot of his stuff firsthand. I've gotten many arguments with people about Carson Wentz: twenty-seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's something that the Washington commanders need that uh, would need out of this, you know, this year to be able to compete with the NFC as far as what it is. So uh, I think of any other aspects really for Washington that I, I see that really need to be discussed. I, I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. So uh, let's run it through. Let's make our picks for the 2022 Washington commanders week one hosting Jacksonville. I am excited for this one. This is a nice little revenge game for Carson Wentz and playing against his old head coach and Doug Peterson. I'm going to go a W here for Washington. He starts out hot or does he start out flat? Oh, well, he, he hasn't gotten hurt yet, so he could get hot. Yeah. And Rivera's glowing about him. I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, um, you know, forget about that, that Rivera's loved what he's seen from him so far so okay. well the uh, jaguars pass rush against that washington offensive line would be the first thing i'm interested in and how Wentz would handle the pressure right as far as the matchup goes um but i don't think you're right i think you're right it's going to be a win but mostly because i don't see jacksonville staying with those wide receivers i don't i don't know if they have a secondary for it no so win here for Washington week two at Detroit. Oh man. I'd love to see Detroit just pound the piss out of Carson Wentz. Um, but I don't think that team is fully ready. I think they're ready for a step up. I don't know. I don't know if this early on though, I'm a little split. I'm a little split. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll give a win to Washington. I wonder if this is the Lions' first home game. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're literally they're legit the last team we talk about this year, <laughs> so we won't know just quite yet. Uh, let, let's go loss for Washington. Loss. All right, week three hosting Philadelphia. I'm gonna go a loss here. I'm with you. All right, week four at Dallas. Oh, excuse me. I uh, I'm gonna go a loss. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think Washington's won there since RG three was their quarterback in Dallas. I think they beat him there in 2020. Yeah, I think they might have. 
Uh, week five, hosting Tennessee. Another Carson Wentz redemption opportunity here. Um, I think Washington's a better team than Tennessee. Win. Loss. Uh, week six at Chicago. Win. They can win that game. They can win that game for sure. Uh, week seven, hosting Green Bay. I'm going to give a loss here. Loss. Yeah. All right. Week eight at Indianapolis. Carson Wentz is a very story filled 2022 season ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Christ. The homer in me wants to say, obviously, a loss for Washington, but being a Colts fan, disappointing as a as I have been traditionally, I feel like a revenge game ass whooping is gonna ensue. <clears throat> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go win. I'm gonna go loss. I, he's he's not that guy. He's not the rise up to a, a ridiculous moment guy. That hurt me to put that. Um, I think Matt Ryan's gonna be a difference maker, but that I don't know. I've just been disappointed far too many times. Week nine hosting Minnesota. I'll go loss. I will go loss as well. All right. Uh week ten at Philadelphia. I think Carson gets his revenge on the Eagles at the Eagles. I'm gonna go W. Loss. Loss. All right. Uh, Week 11 at Houston. Win. Win. God. Week 12 at Atlanta. Or hosting Atlanta. Excuse me. That's a win. Win. Week 13 at the Giants. Let's see what we picked here. I got a win for the Giants. You have a win for... The commanders. So loss win. Week 14 a bye. Week 15 versus the Giants. Um win and a loss. Subbing it out. Win here. Loss here. Week 16 at San Francisco. Oh. I'm gonna go a loss. Yeah. Yeah, they don't match up well with them. Week 17 hosting Cleveland. And again, uh, as we said last week, we have to pretend as for right now that Deshaun Watson is the guy because that's where it stands right now. Um, I'm going to go a loss. I'm going to go win. All right. And then week 18. Hosting Dallas. Probably a playoff spot on the line. They might be in at that point. Um, I'm going to go win here for Washington. Got to be a weird game. I I, I like the weird game there. I'm with you. W. W. All right. One, two, three. I have them at 10 and seven. And you have them at. One, two, three, four, five, six. You have them at seven and ten. 
<laughs> so a little different, a little different, but um, 10 and seven, they're in the playoffs, which I think, the, I, I don't NFC think that's the way it is. Right. Like, I don't, yeah. 10 and seven, they're in, they're definitely in. So I, I did, I said it a couple months ago that I think Washington is probably the seventh or eighth best six, seventh or no, I had Detroit at eight, probably the sixth or seventh best team in the NFC right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of them will have bad records, but still be ranked higher than you would think. Possibly. Possibly. Um, all right. So that's it for Washington. Moving on to the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. A lot of excitement here for the Eagles uh, this upcoming season, coming off of a playoff appearance last year. Nine and eight in 2021. They did fall to Tampa Bay uh, in the wild card round. They got smacked around pretty good. But uh, I have high hopes for Philadelphia this year. Uh, they surprised a lot of people, including myself. With their finish last year, of course, second place means, you know, better teams on paper. But uh, I have I, I I'm anticipating a lot of good for Philadelphia this coming season. I think they've had a tremendous offseason, good draft, uh, good trades, good free agency, uh, and they haven't really lost a whole lot. They only added, in my opinion, like whoever they they lost it. It, it pales in comparison to what they were able to do in the draft and stuff. So I agree. I certainly agree. Um, let's see. They got Jason Kelsey back for one more year. I know he was contemplating retirement. Um, well, let's see who else they got. I, uh, well, we obviously know the AJ Brown. Um, yep. AJ Brown trade, which was massive. Uh, they signed cornerback James Bradbury. Yep. which is uh, a solid move there, staying within the NFC East. That was probably should have acknowledged that as one of the Giants' bigger losses. I think he just got outplayed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and they also cite uh, not all the stuff is showing up on the ESPN website, which I'm kind of pissed about. Um, Zach Pascoe, who is a pretty solid, uh, decent pass catcher for many years. He's a wide receiver, too. Down in uh, down in Indy, I know he did end up signing with Philadelphia to kind of rejoin Sirianni. So, um, I I would say they've had probably the best the best off season in the uh, in the NFC East. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look at their draft stuff here. Get that up in front of us. Um, obviously they lost a little bit. Oh, they had, no, they had a ton of picks. They did have a ton of picks. Um, they, I think they, they throw in a, I think they threw it. Obviously they threw in a first rounder. I think they, originally they had three first round picks. They threw in one of the first rounders for AJ Brown, right. um, but they drafted their first, their first round pick was uh, Jordan Davis defensive tackle, who you and I spoke very highly about throughout this, uh, you know, throughout our draft discussions mm-hmm. Freak, man. Uh, yeah. Cam Jurgens, center out of Nebraska, and uh Nicobe Dean, linebacker. Those are probably some of the higher touted ones. They only drafted f- like four or five dudes, but um but honestly, I think it's it's probably the best roster right now in the NFC East. Yeah. The the signing of Bradbury is so sneaky. <laughs> right? He's, he's gonna he was gonna play with a chip on his shoulder anyways. Yeah. Because I think majority of the league 
thinks he's a good player. I don't know why the Giants felt that he's not worth his. Like, I'll get that you signed him to a bad contract, but I think he was a player worthy of writing it out. Right. Until that kind of leveled out and you could restructure or something. But the fact that they just had to go, like, wash their hands and, like, he's gone and you don't even get anything out of it. It's like, that's so stupid. Yeah, they cut him. They couldn't find anybody to trade. And I think Philly signed him for like ten mil a year. I think yeah. that was what the what the deal was. Which someone someone had a big mouth in the Giants organization because I think it it came out early and hot. Yeah, they were not happy with the kind of production they got at the contract that he had. And then you put yourself in, and you have no bargaining chips at all. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough spot, but. uh Giants loss is the is the Philadelphia Eagles gain, Heck yeah. uh, essentially. So good on them. Uh, you know, this is I think ultimately this is uh, this is a big year for Jalen Hurts. You know, we always look at these court these younger quarterbacks, and you know, this is it. This is it. We say it over and over again. Um, Philadelphia had a chance to draft a quarterback this year. I think they actually somehow ended up with an extra first rounder next year. I I think. Oh, interesting. Somehow. I can't, I, I could it. be mistaken. Yeah, please look that up for me. But um, they're in a position where if Jalen Hurts fails that they got, uh, they'll be okay. But I'm actually like, I, I want to see Jalen Hurts succeed. I think as many, you know, a lot of people do. He's fun. He's a great fantasy pickup uh, for those. We're going to start fantasy football episodes this week. Uh, Jalen Hurts is that dude. Uh, he's a really good fantasy player. Uh, there's some accuracy stuff that we wish he'd work on, but um, it, you have to look at his body of work from last year and, and taking what's up. The Saints. The Saints traded uh, their first round pick from 2023 so they could go up and get a lobby. That's right. <laughs> okay. So they do have an extra one next year. So, yeah. um, so I can't believe I remember that. And for the day I've had, man. Uh, point today. Uh, not bad. It's probably the blueberry beer. Maybe that's helping. God Maybe it's the good me. night of sleep I had last night. That too. That always gotta. That's that, gotta help. Usually, uh, but yeah, Philadelphia. You know, they're they're fully prepared if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy to do the thing. Uh, they they got a really good wide receiver room, and I I'll never. My favorite thing about the AJ Brown trade, which was I think massive, was Jalen Ragor with the pouty face. Um, oh, so sad. I want to trade, bro. Jalen Rager, you're bum. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. you couldn't catch syphilis from a crack core. You're terrible. You're so bad. I watched, we I did film study and watched Jalen Rager try to throw you or Jalen Hurts try to throw you passes. And it just was not working out. Rager is a bust. I remember as a play, like it was a broken play. Hurts is rolling out to the sideline like so many of these guys do. And he was, it was a nice touch pass just up and over a defender. Yeah. Rager had no one around him. <laughs> Dude, watch him fall into his hands. And then it just hit the turf. Like he, he watched it the whole way. I don't even know how it happened. I was so <laughs> dumbfounded. Like, wait, what? That wasn't yeah. like a concentration drop because you were concentrating. <laughs> like sometimes you can tell like a guy's like, Speeding up his process, looking downfield. There's a yeah. defender on him. Am I going to get hit? Blah, 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 blah. That you can see that in, in real time. But you saw this in real time. It was like, oh, here goes the ball. Uh, oh, 
his hands literally said, nope, you suck. I think it was the Giants game last year, which we were studying. I think, I think you're right. We we're looking through that. It was like towards the end of the season, like 15, 16, 17, 18, one of the span. And uh, we're just like, dude, what is this? Like terrible route running. Just a lot of stuff. It, it, Ooh, like New segment, bud, going forward, buddy. Yeah. The anti-film. Oh, okay. I dig nothing, that. Nothing but a one week of, of every play each week. Um, I'm sorry. Every week, one play of just awful. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I think we're good <laughs> enough to pull that off. I think yeah. we're good enough to pull that off. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of where, you know, where that stands, you know, the, their wide receiver room is fine. It's, yeah. it's in a really good spot right now. Uh, and you know, they, that obviously last year they lost Zach Ertz, you know, they lost Zach Ertz between last year and this year. Uh, and they're, they're all in on Dallas Goddard, which he's is awesome. A, he's, he's a fantastic player. Um, yeah. he's put up some really good numbers over the last couple of years. So Philadelphia's in a good spot. Uh, I have nothing further to add at this time for Philadelphia. Are you all set on them? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Fly, <laughs> Eagles, fly. It's a fun on song. the wings of victory. That's all. <laughs> all right, buddy. Let's take a look at their 2022 schedule uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Week one uh, at Detroit. I'm going to go win here for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Big time win. Week two, hosting Minnesota. I'm going to go win. It's going to be close. Minnesota hasn't remembered that they're not as good as they want to be uh, quite yet, and they're still all fired up and playing well, and everyone's healthy, but then it's all loss <laughs> for the Vikings, so win for the Eagles. Uh, week three, we both, picked, uh, we both picked wins here for Philadelphia. Damn, 3-0. Oh, let's go. Week four, hosting Jacksonville against former head coach Doug Peterson. I, I I'm gonna go win. They should win. They, they should better, win. They better not slip up here because they they are the better team by a, a decent a decent amount. Week five at Arizona. Keep in mind, no DeAndre Hopkins, but we do have healthy Kyler Murray. Uh, probably at this point, I, I can't sit here and be like, yo, Philadelphia's going to be five and zero to start off the season. Yes, you can. I really don't like Arizona. All right, let's go win for the Eagles. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's see how far we can take this week six hosting Dallas. No, and now. I want to give them a win, but I, I can't see them going 6-0. Week 7, a bye. Week 8, hosting Pittsburgh. I ain't scared of Pittsburgh. No, that's a win. <laughs> they got a good schedule. Week 9 at Houston, win. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you better. <laughs> week 10, uh, you have Philadelphia sweeping. Washington. I have a loss here. So wait, right? Double check that. I am so drunk off the Kool-Aid. 10 win loss. All right. So you got a win for Philly. I got a loss. I get Carson getting a win back. Week 11 at Indianapolis. 
No, I ain't going. Loss. I I gave I gave the Commanders the the Colts win. I won't. I can't do it against Philadelphia. Frank Wright versus Sirianni. Right, that's what we're talking here. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think that. That's a cool storyline. Well, I think uh, Sirianni and Frank Wright are both equals. So no advantage there for either team. So let's go to best quarterback. And Matt Ryan is still better than Jalen Hurts right now. So do you do you know what it is for me though? It, it no, I know. Down, if you don't do the the bare minimum fundamentals really well, I can't. You, you have to prove that you can do that stuff. And Jalen Hurts still struggles to see the field and make the right reads. No, that's true. We've definitely we've we've definitely discussed that before. When he gets out of the pocket and gets to do stuff, watch out. Right. But uh, week twelve hosting the Green Bay Packers. I think Philadelphia Philadelphia can go in and walk into Lambeau right now and win. Yeah. There there's mm, I, I think with the this Packers receiver, team, I think the wide receiver room doesn't match up that well against the cornerbacks and safeties for the Packers. So that's a pretty good secondary they got there. I think that's a top top 5 or 6 unit probably right. in the NFL. Um Man, that's tougher than it should be, right? Yeah. Which is good. I, I, I don't I, have great juju coming into this year. No, they, they don't. really don't. Uh, revisit, revisit this again in six weeks or whatever, and when we're closer. Oh, seasons further than that, isn't it, Matt? Huh? Well, I mean, we will be because it'll be uh, six weeks. It'll be NFC North talk. It'll be our last week of this. So. Oh, okay, cool. We I will. Called it. Uh, maybe. Maybe I'll feel different, but at this time, let's roll with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you're gonna roll there, in? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, week thirteen, hosting Tennessee. Um, I can't crap all over Tennessee. It's got to be competitive. I'm gonna go a loss here. AJ Brown revenge game. No. Oh, duh. Yeah. Absolutely. So plus you, you, plus you know my hatred of the Titans. <laughs> so you're gonna go win here for uh Eagles? Yes, please. All right, week 14 at the Giants. I'm pretty sure. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's Washington. That's why. Uh week 14. I got wins here for both of us for the for the Eagles. I will say, as far as us picking games. Just go back and remember how horribly off we were last year. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I I'll never forget the one year that somebody predicted the Jets to go twelve and four. This was like Sam Darnold's rookie or sophomore year. So oh, yeah, that's I ain't worried about that. Uh, week fifteen at Chicago. I have to say a win here for Philadelphia. I I think I had them at two losses. This is stupid. Yeah, win. Week 16 at Dallas. Get the win back. Yeah, they're splitting this for sure. Get the win back. Uh, Week 17 versus New Orleans. Mm. Right? I'm going to go a nice humble loss here. 
it'll 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 be one that may be a little bit of a head scratcher. Yeah, because of what you may have just seen. But man, back back to well, no, not back to back, but we just picked a win. I'm just saying, like if they start putting back to back losses, it's going to be just like last year. So you're gonna go, you're gonna go loss. I think I could see it. I could see it. Uh, week 18 versus the Giants. I believe we both have wins here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So let's tally it up. One, two, three, four. I have them five losses, 12 and five. You know that one, two, three, four. You have a 13 and four season for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't honest, think it's that far fetched. I really don't. Honestly, if 14 and three wouldn't even shock me. I don't think it's that far fetched this year. I really don't. That's what the second place schedule will get you. Yeah. I mean, it's a massive difference, especially with, I mean, the NFC is just down this year too. So mm-hmm. legitimately everybody left. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else to add about Philly before we move on to our final team? No, but I, I stand Jalen Hurts. All right. Well, we're moving on to last year's uh, NFC East champions, the Dallas Cowboys. We done boys. <laughs> As the kids like to say, uh, mm-hmm. Dallas, lo- uh, w- excuse me. They went 12 and five last year. They lost in the uh, wild card round to San Francisco. Terrible, 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 terrible awareness on the part of Dak Prescott. Um Oh my God, running the ball with 14 seconds left and this and that. It was just, it was just terrible. Dallas, Dallas was such a better team, I thought, than Philadelphia last year. And they, um, or excuse me, Dallas is a much better team than San Francisco. That's what I meant to say. Dallas was a much better team than San Francisco. And they just, uh, they, that was a terrible ending. Terrible, terrible ending. Um, fans throwing garbage. I think it was at the refs, but they should have been throwing them at the Cowboys because that was just a terrible exit. I mean, that Cowboys team, Dak Prescott came back. He played really well for himself for most parts of the season. Um, then offense was electric. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, Schultz, Jarwin, Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, oh, God, the third one. They just resigned this year. Cedric Wilson. Well, no. he went to another team, but I liked Eldrick Wilson last year. Oh my god, I can never think it was it not it's not Wayne Gallman. Oh um starts with a G. <laughs> it starts with a G. I'm gonna find it. No, you're not. <laughs> not before I get it. I'm I'm gonna get it. Mm, no. No. I can't find it. Oh, come on. He's the number two now. Yeah, they gave him a good payday. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they paid him like a one, but he's, in my opinion, he'll be back up. This is why we're, we're not paid. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. and it's not our full time job. No. Uh, let's see. I'm going to feel Gallup. Is it Michael Gallup? Michael Gallup. There, there it is. Okay. Nailed it. I get uh, one tenth credit for saying it. it, it the last name starts with G. <laughs> you do. Uh, 
Yeah, Dallas is a team that I don't think got any better this year. I think they actually took it a, a drastic step uh, backwards. I think Zeke Elliott is. Keep in mind, listeners, you know, someone who uh, advocates for players to get paid as far as soaking up salary cap, the more the salary cap you soak up, the better you should play. I think Zeke is uh, Zeke has had his run. Yeah. And it's Tony Pollard's time to shine. Big Tony Pollard guy. Huge Tony Pollard guy. He's supposed to take out a bigger workload this year. And I think rightfully so. Zeke looks spent, man. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a 10 year vet. He's got (laughs) nothing left. He certainly acts like it sometimes. I, I don't understand that his offensive line has gotten worse and they haven't done a great job of reinvesting in it. Like, they've done a terrible job since his rookie year of, of reinvesting in it. He's been around for, I think this is his seventh season too. 2016 drafted. It's either a sixth or seventh season. And, you know, he'll still put up good numbers, but I just, I don't see that explosiveness. I'm I'm not going to take away though. I mean, he's a great, great pass blocker. We've seen him pick up a great, great blitz uh, against Tampa week one in one of our first film studies last year. But I, I just think overall, you know, the, it, Dallas rubbed a lot of players the wrong way. A lot of, uh, you know, we had a cu- couple exits that were shocking, to say the least, right? Randy Gregory, their defensive yeah. end, yeah. right? He's out. He went to Denver, I think. Uh, Amari Cooper requested to be traded because he yeah. just it just wasn't working for him. And, uh you know, there's been several other exits. Uh, I think the one Blake Jarwin or something like that. I just seen come up last week. Something about about, about a new contract. Not liking what I'm seeing from the Dallas Cowboys right now. They have, I think they have missed their window, and they're trying yes. to play. They're trying to play catch up. They're they're trying to pry it back open. Yep, I so. think that's probably a very fair description of what the Cowboys are. Their window was within Dak and Zeke's rookie contracts. Yeah. And uh, now they're holding on. They're going to be relevant. They're going to be up there. Uh, but I, I don't see any significant gains, you know, from, from what, you know, from last year, this team is just, oh, it's fallen off so hard. It's so hard. I think the biggest thing for me, the difference between last year's team and this year's team is, and the defense, and it's not necessarily due to not enough additions or losing too much or whatever like that. The amount of turnovers they got, you you can't count on that. That's that's not a stat that you can keep rolling out. Turnovers are not a predictable stat, right? You know, to use analytics, you don't rely on that. It, they're all pluses. If you get them, if the ball happens to bounce your right right, literally bounce the right way. Not to the right, to the left. It came forward to me. You know what I mean? That dumb crap <laughs> drives Madden players crazy. You know, <laughs> um, if you get the ball and you get get the turnover, it helps your team because it shortens the field a lot of times. And you know, or maybe it's a scoop and score, all that good stuff. So, is their defense good? I think it's still above average. Do I think it'll continue to be an elite defense? Probably not. 
it's that's too much because it wasn't about whether they limited yards and limited points, which oh, is like better. Sure shit was not about limiting yards. That one dude. Oh, my God. Was it Parsons or who was who was the one that got like they were putting up like 100 plus yards on him every single night, but he get like a touchdown. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Cowboys games unless I have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I said it, Cowboys fans. I don't watch your team. <laughs> it might have Unless been Trayvon my... Diggs. Oh, you're saying on the defense. On the uh, defense, I, yeah. I thought you were trying to name the offensive, uh, oh, like an offensive player that kept going off on them. I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, Diggs. He kept getting picked uh, picks, but it, you know, it. He's what he is is uh, opportunistic. Yes. As a cornerback, he's normally not in horrendous position in order to make a play or come up with a tackle, but very rarely is he in a position that keeps you from wanting to throw the ball at him. Like that's the other reason that he kept getting picks is because majority of the time you, you don't have to do blanket of that well that a quarterback's scared to throw at you. The good cornerbacks, Darrell Reeves, as far as Hall of Famers go, probably has the least amount of screen time in history of Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. You know? Of, of broadcast actual like footage. So let, let's see. Let's see. Maybe they can do it again. Maybe that's part of their thing. I remember, a, you know, like the Ravens teams when they were good, their defense wasn't just good. It was like, you know, they kept getting turnovers too. So that was a big thing. And I think that's, I mean, honestly, looking back, they, they, you know, Dallas law uh, won and lost a lot of close games last year. And I think a lot of credit should be given to that defense, which is not something you often think about when you think Cowboys football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like they added uh, James Washington. That's my sneaky addition for them. Yeah. He he flashed with um, Pittsburgh and a, you know, a below average Ben Roethlisberger and whatever backups were in. So curious to see better com- uh, consistent quarterback play will do for that guy. Yeah, I like Dak a lot. He gets uh, there's a lot of people who don't like Dak. Um, kind of a lot of arguments with people about Dak. I don't quite understand it. I know he's not, uh, you know, he's not the, the 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 second coming of Tom Brady or whatever. But I think I, I I feel like Dak gets. I mean, a lot of unnecessary hate because he's on the Cowboys and everybody likes to make fun of him. Yeah, he's well above the Tannehill line. Oh which God, is, yeah. I, is, I, I trust. Don't, don't dare go into a season having a quarterback worse than Tannehill. Right. I mean, I, there was a point in time where I wanted Dak for the Colts when sure. we were looking for quarterback play. I think, probably, honestly, I was hoping that Jerry Jones was going to extend it, but I would have took Dak in a heartbeat because mm-hmm. he's got good arm talent, got good accuracy. Um, you know, I think Dak's a, a, a better quarterback than a lot of people want to give him credit for. Uh, He's doing a lot. He's, he's, he's certainly done a lot. So um, I'm not sure where his future lies. I, you know, you hear so many stories, rumors, reports, and all that, but I, I'm a, I'm a Dak Prescott guy. I'm a Dak Prescott guy. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in what he can do if you put the right team around him. I'm with you, but um, all right. Anything else to add before we move on? No, sir. All right. Let's make it our final picks uh, for this episode for the NFC East. Here we go. Week one, Dallas hosting Tampa Bay. Another week one matchup with the Bucks and Cowboys. Um, I'm going to go a loss here for Dallas. Yeah, Tampa's better. 
Week two, hosting Cincinnati. Loss. I'm not I'm not as high on Cincinnati as you are. I think we've already gone through this a little bit. Yeah. Um tough. I think it's it's a tough win if they were to pull it off. So do they have it in them? Let's say they do early in the season. Yeah, let's give them a win. Gonna go Dallas for a win? Yeah, it's gonna be a tough game though. All right. Week three at the Giants. We got wins here. For the Cowboys. Week four hosting Washington. I believe uh, we got wins here for Dallas. Week five at the Rams. I know. Th- <laughs> uh, I think even their best teams, even some of their best teams uh, have faltered against the Rams against much worse Rams teams. So I think the Rams are far superior in this, in this instance. I'm with you. Yep. All right. Week six at Philadelphia. Just pick them. Week six. Uh, we got wins here for the Cowboys. So staying afloat, staying afloat. Week seven at, uh, should be hosting Detroit. I'm going to go. I'm going to go loss. Win. Week eight, hosting Chicago. Mm, I think on paper they're better. So I'm going to go win. I think in every universe they're better. Win. But that doesn't we, matter in the NFL sometimes. No, it really doesn't. The Bills are clearly better than Jacksonville last year. but well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> week 10 at Green Bay. Or excuse me, week nine they have a bye. Week 10 at Green Bay. I'm going to go a loss here. Good. How good is Green Bay? I feel like this is a game that Dak needs to win in order to start putting some of those haters to, to bed. You know what I mean? Right. You win this game. Keep yourself in the in the. Well, they're not in the lead of the division because the Eagles started out five and zero. Oh, but um, yeah, within one. So yeah, that's that's go with a win. A win here over Green Bay. All right. Mm-hmm. Week eleven at Minnesota. I'll give the Cowboys a win here. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Minnesota. Uh, week 12, hosting the Giants. 12. Uh, I gave the Cowboys a loss. He gave a win. Week 13, hosting Indianapolis. Loss. Win. All right. Week 14, hosting Houston. Win. Win. Week 15 at Jacksonville. I'm going to go win. Win. Week 16 at Philadelphia. I think we got the gave Philly the win back here. Let me just double check and confirm. Philly at Dallas. Yes, we gave Philly the win back. So a loss. Uh, week 17 at Tennessee. I'm going to go a win here for the Cowboys. Win. And then week 18 at Washington to conclude. And uh, we gave Washington wins. So losses to close out the season. 
Let's take a look at the uh, the win loss total here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh God, eight and nine. I have the Cowboys at this year. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 10, 11, 12, 13, and 4 for the Cowboys, Brian. Well, it makes sense to me. Does it? So I have a tie. I have a tiebreaker situation, right? They're oh, both, God. Do we got to do this four. again or we got to pause the episode? Yeah. We didn't do it last. We didn't do it last <laughs> week when you well, had we didn't a tie. Have, we didn't have you, to. Well, you said no, didn't. Oh, but that was like for last place, though. Yeah. You said, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Which is fair. Which is fair. Yeah. All right. So what does the tiebreaker come down to? The first is record in the division. So in the division. You, you you tell me you tell me the team. All right, and... let me look. So Brian, for Philadelphia, you have one and oh. One and one. Two and one. Yeah. Three and one. Mm-hmm. Four and one. Five and one in the division for Philadelphia. Okay. For Dallas, you have one and oh, two and oh, three and oh, four and oh, four and two. Okay, there it is. So Good. Philadelphia we, wins. We didn't have to go to common opponents. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Which is fun. I like that, though. It's a fun yeah. Practice. Oh, it's always neat. It is always neat. But um, so that's there it is. So we both have Philadelphia as the winners of the division. Um, it looks like I have. Does that mean I have Washington in second? I do. Ten and seven. Dallas in third at eight and nine. Uh, the last week of the year, Philly plays Washington, right? Uh, no. No, Dallas plays Washington. Dallas plays Washington. Yes. And Philly plays the Giants. Yep. And how did we have them going? Well, for me, at least. Uh, You have Dallas beating Dallas beating Washington and then Philadelphia beating the Giants. Okay, so that week doesn't even matter. Wait, no. Washington beating. Yeah, Washington beating Dallas, Philly beating the Giants. So. Oh, so it did matter. Okay. It was big. Yeah, it would, it, it would have been so. Um, but all right. So that is our 2022 NFC East preview. Our fifth one. Uh, our fifth one down. All right. Our fifth NFC East preview all time down. Um, next week, my personal favorite of the division, but I'm sure many others don't give a shit. Uh, we're looking at the AFC South. Ooh. I know it's terrible. It's terrible. We're gonna take a look at <laughs> we're gonna take a look at the schedule um and all that jazz for the Colts, Jags, Titans, and Texans. Buckle up. It's not I gonna think, be fun. I think it's compelling. I don't. It's it's a lot of a lot of teams that we don't think are good, and we'll see how much they actually grow. Right? Because we don't <laughs> think Jacksonville's good. We don't think Houston's good. You don't, you don't I think we, Jacksonville's taking a step forward, but I think I think it's compelling to see how far these teams can crawl out of the basement. Yeah. No, it's definitely something to keep our eye on. So um, so yeah, so next week AFC South should be a uh, good time. I know I'm pumped up for it. Um Brian, my man, thank you very much as always. You're welcome. Being a part thank of this. You. Uh I'll actually have to I'll put the stuff in the right book. In the right book. I forgot my red book today. I was pissed. It's been a long day. Long day, ladies and gentlemen. Long day. 
but that is a wrap for us on behalf of Brian and I till next time, the two point conversation is. Three,